Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're excited that you're here tonight for the first night of Geekmas 2022. Are you excited for Geekmas? Hi, welcome to Geekmas. Geekmas, you cannot, you cannot go wrong with Geekmas. Um, this year's Geekmas is going to be slightly different because we decided, as opposed to last year's Geekmas, we were going to light the tree. I lit it. We're not going to do that again. I did it. The tree's just gonna be there. Like, it's just gonna work this year and we won't have to worry about it. Uh, before we get too far in the show, Katie, what should people do? Go to geekscorner.live. Maybe not from my Instagram story, but from somewhere else, possibly. It might work from your Instagram story. It might story. work you from my Instagram know. story. That's weird if you're watching my Instagram story while you're watching. Anyway, go to geekscorner.live. You could always stream it multiple places, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Have your cat watch us. They might love us. Yeah. My cat doesn't, yeah. but that's fine. It's not for everybody. Uh, <laughs> go to geekscorner.live. Should we talk about Hamilton? Which Hamilton? Your Hamilton? Well, I don't have a Hamilton, but should we talk about Hamiltons? Yes, we should talk about Hamiltons. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so there... This is not scripted. No. This is not in the show notes. Because <laughs> Geek's in Corner the... is always scripted. We have show notes. We have show notes? Yeah. We're never scripted. So we have a local. That's true. I don't know how to do a script. <laughs> we have a local uh, no-kill shelter uh, that is fantastic, mm -hmm. and it is where I got my Hamilton from yes. back in 2016. So true. Because my ex's mom was a foster for this uh, adoption agency. Yes. So the long and short of it is that the they, long and the short. They always post when they have dogs or cats up for adoption. And to help some of these animals get adopted, they brought in a professional photographer to take animals. Which photos. was brilliant. Loved it. Yes. It honestly genius. Except it, for one. It was this photographer doing pro bono work, um, like just making sure that these animals could get adopted before the holidays. Yeah. There is holidays are here. <laughs> one dog. Yes. That looks a lot like Wendy, if you know her. Well, it looks like Wendy if she was electrocuted. Yes. <laughs> like, she just shoved her, her paw into an electric outlet and went poof everywhere. Uh, so he... his name is Hamilton. Um... <laughs> just like your, and it's where you got your Hamilton. And it is where I got my Hamilton. His name was not Hamilton when I got him. Oh, so, okay, that makes more sense. Because he was named by the foster. He wasn't named by the agency. Okay. Um, he was not named Hamilton. He was actually named Dale. Fun fact. Um, they were I'm glad all... you renamed him. Yeah. <laughs> he well, does not look like a Dale. No, it was a walking dead litter. So mm, they all had walking okay. dead names. Okay. There was like a Maggie, anyway, a Glenn. this Hamilton. He was Dale. Um... <laughs> The tree is already lit. So, yes. Uh, he has still not been adopted. My parents went down today to go donate uh, some dog food because whenever they kind of pop up with things that they need or whatever, we try and help out. So, we've done, like, laundry for them in the past. Um, we went to Target last night and bought this dog food for them. Um, and so, when they dropped it off, my parents asked about this Hamilton and said, what's his story? How long he's been a topic of discussion now. He's been a topic of discussion for a couple months like at least i think it's august or september it would have been september okay yeah so they asked about his story how long he's been there xyz um so it turns out that he is off the streets uh he has never been adopted he uh has been there since september which is very sad but he is aggressive towards men and bites so is wendy Wendy is aggressive towards everyone and bites everyone. Wendy's, Particularly towards men. Wendy's, 
Wendy has bit me three times. I know, but she was more aggressive towards men. Like, she warms up to girls quicker. only time that I have ever seen Wendy completely be fine with someone right off the bat, a man. Was that Mikey? It was Mikey. Mikey, if you're on, you are the Wendy Whisperer. You are the Wendy Whisperer. I mean, also you. Wendy didn't try to kill you the first time. Uh, when I first walked in the door, she was freaked out. That's because someone else picked her up from the shelter, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But no, we, we warmed up really quick. I'm, a, I'm an animal person, though. Yes. So, there is this tale of Hamilton. Um, and uh, hold on. I should now have to bring up the picture because we have told you guys that... Far too much. Like, the show hasn't even started yet. No, but we've told you five minutes all in about already. Hamilton. It's fine. Okay. We've told you all about Hamilton. This is our show. We can talk about whatever we want. Sure. Um, okay. I'm going to get up because I have a cordless microphone so I can show you guys. Thank you, Christy, for the microphones Thank that you, enables Christy. Katie to walk around. And it's not going to be in focus from that far away, but there you go. You get the gist. You get the gist. Like, that's... We that's, could have screen shared if we had planned this. That's what he looks like. So it looks like uh, also Animal from the Muppets is kind of what I've been saying. Um, or Bean Bunny. He does kind like bean. He looks more like Bean Bunny now that I'm thinking about it. Bunny. Oh, now you should get him because then I can just walk around going, Bunny. We call him Bean then. The Honorable Judge Roy The bean. old Bean. Uh, anyway. Anyway. This is, this is what technology was invented. Technology was invented <laughs> so correct. that we could be here in Southern California broadcasting to your home, wherever it may be, talking about a dog that you will never meet. Probably. Probably. I mean, um, we might never meet him for all we know. Like, the, who We knows? have talked, and we did go as far as walking in the door at the adoption center. And then we turned around and left because it was awkward. <laughs> well, there was also this thing where, like, they have a cat cafe. And you knew that if I got dragged into the cat Oh, that cafe, was the thing. I was like, oh, wait, this is trouble. I yeah. would walk out with a cat because... That is true. All right. So, anyway, Hamilton needs a home. All that to say... Merry um, Christmas. Yeah. Merry Geekmas. That's right. Uh, we do have a new tradition this year, though. A new Geekmas tradition. Uh, last year, we, we had the lighting of the Geekmas tree over and over and over again. And we've erased that from everything that possibly could ever exist. It's so embarrassing. So, our... our um, our computerized device that would try to start this is gone. We have gotten rid of all of that technology because it didn't work, but this works. So, last year was Geek Mystery Lighting, and this year we thought it would be fun to change things up a little bit, right? Yeah. So, every week, we're going to have a Geek Miss Ornament of the Week. And it's going to be fantastic. So the way this will work is we will find random, uh, don't say where we are on the internet. Um, we're, we're on geekscorner.live. It's also, I didn't disclose the name of the adoption center. But, Never triangulating um, our location, maybe. We move every week anyway. Um, <laughs> it's so exhausting so, to paint but, this set every week. Focusing back to Geekmas Ornament of the Week. Yes. We will have random, perhaps terrible, ornaments every week. We don't know where they're going to come from. Honestly, we might be taping together some rocks at the beginning of I got a, rock. a Tuesday. I don't know. We will find out. This will be fun. But this week, we do have a Geek Miss ornament. It's a good one. Do you want to talk about where this Geek Miss ornament came from? Because this one might be the only good one we have the entire season. Yes. So I'm also going to get up again. This is fine. I'm just going to keep walking around this Geek's Corner episode. It's honestly way more fun if I just get up. 
Look. It's still going to be out of focus. I don't care. We don't have a producer. I do this. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, it's Walt Disney's The Band concert, and it's so that they can see this. I don't care if it's out of focus. It spins! <laughs> wow! So that's from our friend Dan. He was helping us out with a very special project. Uh, if you turned in, tuned into Geeks Corner Plus last week, you saw. Um, but he is a really kind gentleman. Uh, Dan Cunningham at Honu Dan on Twitter. Um, probably on other social medias, but Twitter is my favorite. Social and I feel like platform. that's where we see him the most. Sure. So every week we are going to put a new ornament on the Geek Mystery. Maybe with a new instrument. We don't know. But Katie loves the melodica so much that I'm going to play the same tune every week. I don't know on what. We'll see. And then Katie gets to put the new Geek Miss ornament on the tree. So Katie, are you ready? Yeah, I'm not wearing sweatpants for this. I was trying to hold it until you put it on the tree, but you, you laughed and made me, yeah. Uh, there's the Geekmas ornament of the week. I'm trying to wrap it around the branch so that it doesn't go anywhere. It's a big ornament. It's got batteries. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, we did not get the new Lake Buena Vista ornament this year. We, we got this ornament. That's all we've gotten so far this year. Uh, anyway, there is our first Geek miss ornament of the week we will be doing this all through the month of december well up till christmas geek miss all of that jazz and just a reminder our christmas episode will be december 13th so yeah mark your calendars kiddos hour-long episode baby two weeks from tonight is that right three weeks from tonight yeah two I weeks from tonight I something wrote, like that i just realized i posted that schedule yesterday Ooh. there you go hope i'm not opening the next day me too all right let's move on into the week in geek First off, Bob Iger opened a new chapter of the Walt Disney Company and his career with a town hall meeting on Monday morning at the Walt Disney Studios. He returned. People were happy. He answered questions. There were a few things I thought that were interesting out of it. One is that they're going to focus on creativity again. Very good thing. Two, they are going to be focusing on making their streaming profitable. Also very good thing. Three, they're going to do what's right, not what's politically expedient. Also a very good thing. And uh, four, he wants to be around the office and people to be around the office or the studios as well because he thinks creativity thrives when we're together. And um, there's other things that he said throughout the course of his, um, his town hall meeting, uh, which I thought was really great. But a lot of it was a, I just got here and ask me again later uh, kind of a thing. But um, what did you think of all of this uh, as think, it keeps moving forward? I think that... Everything that he said feels like the Walt Disney Company. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters to me. Yep. Um, like, at its core. Not just like, oh, this is the Walt Disney Company as I know it now. This is the mm -hmm. Walt Disney Company at its core values, what it is supposed to be doing. Um, so from that aspect, I really, really enjoy it. I will say the more I kind of watch Bob Iger... Him and Howard Schultz are incredibly similar human beings. Yet completely different. Yet completely different. Personality-wise, completely different. I agree. But what specifically struck me is that when uh, Bob Iger made the joke of the fact that his wife encouraged him to go back to Disney so that he would not run for president, Howard Schultz famously wanted to run for president. 
Mm -hmm. So, and they uh, both Is that have... the next ticket, 2024? Schultz and Iger. Iger and Schultz. I don't know which way that I would, would go. I would vote for it, but... Mm, who uh, knows? It could be interesting. <laughs> but um, I think that both of them have this passion for kind of the company that they have fostered. Um, I mean, Howard, obviously, his relationship with Starbucks is very, very different than uh, Iger's relationship with Disney. Um, but I just think it's so fascinating that they come in and they, like, see the company in distress. And they're like, let me fix it. I know the pathway for this. Yep. Um, and I just think that that is something incredibly special that only Bob Iger could do. I will say it was also very fascinating to see Michael Eisner chime in on all yes. of that today. Yes, yes. Which... I have, uh, like, I'm glad that he did that, but I do think you should take note that he did the same, what was it, 11 months ago for Bob Chapek. Mm -hmm. Like, the thing I love about Eisner is he's whoever is there. He's kind of the loyal, you know, the loyal, he's kind of like trusty yeah. in, in Lady and the Tramp, where no matter what happens, he's going to be rooting on Disney and hoping it succeeds and wishing the best for it. And I actually think the world needs more of that because I think if we were trying to help people succeed, that would and change I, the world massively. I but think the thing about Michael Eisner is that he genuinely means that. It's like he genuinely wants the company to succeed. He, I mean, this is the man that has Mickey Mouse watches and Mickey Mouse ties and was excited to do commercials with Mickey Mouse. Like, yeah. he genuinely... Well, and talked about how much he loved doing the opening segments for, you know, Waterworld of Disney and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he genuinely loves the company. And I think that, I mean, for those of you that know me, DCA 1.0 is my baby. But I think that that commercial with him and Mickey Mouse is one of the most special, like, <laughs> uh, it's... It's him. It ends with him and Mickey walking into the California letters, and he says, "You know, pal, I think this is the start of a beautiful partnership," and that just makes me so happy every time because that just feels like Michael Eisner. Um, uh, I see the question that two years enough time to turn things around or enough time to prepare a successor. A little bit of both. I think um, I would not be surprised if I, if Iger is around for three years, not two years. Mm -hmm just as things go, um, because he was supposed to originally retire, if I recall, in 2012, and we knew how long he stayed around. Um, I, I I think it's going to be hard if it's not the absolute right person, and even with the right person, it has to be somebody that's okay with Iger speaking into things in the future and, and throwing his opinion out and kind of being the revered statesman, um, retired statesman, uh, because I just think, I think what we've seen and heard over the last year is that Iger was constantly talking to department heads anyway, even though he wasn't at the company. Like, he's very invested in the future of the Walt Disney Company. So um, I don't know if, if it's enough time. I think it'll be very interesting. Like, to me, the next two years will be interesting. The next three months will be even more interesting because I think the changes we see in the structure of the company are going to give us a clue as to where it's going in the future and who will be leading it. And and so if you were to see, like, I think if you were to see something weird happen, like Josh DeMauro ends up as CFO, that would say to me he's in contention. Or he ends up running some sort of media. Like, if he ends up running another major media or another major department at the Walt Disney Company, I think that says he's in contention. Uh, same with Dana Walden. If they were to bring back Peter Rice, who was fired unceremoniously earlier this year, um, I think if he comes back in, my first thought is he's 
-hmm. he's the one, like, they're, he's not going to come back unless he's getting the job. So um, those are kind of the three that I'm looking at at the moment. Um, it could be, you never know. Like, it could totally, you know, maybe a Tom Staggs or a Kevin Meyer gets pulled back in also. And their pictures which are very possible. Back. Um, I think the other thing that's important to note here, and again, I'm going to talk about Howard Schultz, because if I know two things, it's Disney and Starbucks. Howard Schultz has only been back for eight months. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, seven, seven and a half months. Uh, on Sunday, it'll officially be eight months, because he came back on April 4th. Um, and in my opinion, you can speak from the consumer opinion, I think he's made a considerable difference. Mass in, well, I think you could say Iger's made a difference in the one week he's been back I just agree. because you've seen um, cast morale has changed. You've seen guest morale change. You've seen uh, there's a, an article that Len Testa did for New York Times where he was talking about how um, everything was about numbers for Bob Chapek. And it was about consumers, not guests. And Bob Iger is very much about the guests and the guest experience. And there's reports of him being alarmed at the price and the guest experience right now. And, and I think even just having that thought process of, hey, guests are important, you can get away with a lot of stuff if you treat people nice. And if people feel valued and they feel important, maybe, <clears throat> maybe prices don't change for day tickets and, and annual passes in all their forms around the world. But maybe you see some changes to Genie Plus. Maybe you see some changes to the reservation system. And, and then you can, um, you can still get away with some stuff, but because you're treating people kindly and you're treating them as true guests and they're getting a guest experience, which maybe they haven't been getting to the same level, um, I think just a change of leadership and, uh, and vision really makes a huge difference because words matter at the end of the day. Well, and this is something that we were actually just talking about earlier um, because in some, uh, like, private company social medias, uh, there are pictures of our CEO visiting uh, New York Groceries, uh, potentially the new Empire uh, State Building Reserve. Um, and in all those photos, he just seems like such a genuinely kind person, enjoying uh, people. And when I say our, I say Starbucks. Sorry, I assume everyone knows who I work for. Um but he, and that's what matters, and that's what we were talking about, and that's kind of why Howard Schultz took over Starbucks again, was he felt that we had gotten too far away from what our core was, and we have always said that we are in the people business serving coffee, not the coffee business serving <clears throat> people. Yep. Um, but I think that it's, the more I think about it, it's a very, very similar thing. Starbucks last CEO was originally the CFO, more of a numbers guy, um kind of similar to Bob Chapek in that regard of numbers guy, numbers driven, ends up in the Well, it even happened position. to Apple, too, and you bring back Steve Jobs. And, yeah. and I think at the end of the day, numbers guys often make short-term gains. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that person that's really looking into the customer, and guest, whatever you want to call, that's a long-term investment because it's a relational investment as yeah. opposed to a, hey, I got your quick buck that charged you a million bucks or whatever that should have been a hundred. Yeah. Um, but I think when you invest in that relationship between a company or a, a leader and um, either it's people or it's cast or employees, that's how you make these long-term things happen. And you, you really, um, you get the lifetime employees and you also get the lifetime uh, consumers as right. well. And, um, and that's, I think where you've got a lot of people in the last two years really walking away from that emotional bank account that has been over withdrawn 
uh, by being called consumers, by being called unfavorables, unfavorables. all of these things where it's just like, oh, well, you just want my money. I don't actually matter. Whereas for years, I mean, this is why Josh Tomorrow is so popular is you matter when you're talking to him. He's, in fact, you're the only person that matters when you're talking to him. He's very good at that. And he looks you in the eye, he listens to you, he he connects with you, and... uh, And you could say something horrendous to him. I don't recommend that you do. Please don't. Because that would be very, very inconsiderate. Please don't. But you could say that, and he would genuinely apologize and say, I am so sorry that this is your... And, like... Very possible. You feel very heard. But but Tom Staggs used to do the same, I think, from what I recall of him as well. He was very into people and and connecting with them. So I think that needs to be the future of the Walt Disney Company as they're moving forward. And hopefully that is who they end up with. And uh, we will see a good next chapter after this current chapter with uh, Bob Iger. Yeah. All right. We have a new trailer out. It's for Night at the Museum. I don't know how to say his Kamen name. Common Ra rises again. Uh, we've watched the trailer. I have watched all the movies. Yeah. Katie has seen none of them. None of them. Which is great because it gives two very different perspectives on this trailer. Let's let's start with you. What do you think of this trailer? Not knowing anything about this franchise. I think it looks really fun, and I like it a whole lot. Um, the only thing that I had to say was that's not Robin Williams. But how would they do that? So you know. Um, I think the whole thing looks really fun, really cute. Um, it kind of seems like a sit down and enjoy it with the family type of thing. Totally. Grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. Um, there's obviously some things I recognize because um, I was a middle schooler and high schooler when these movies came out. So, Dum Dum Give Me Gum Gum obviously was what everybody was saying when you were 13 years old and thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Oh. So, I recognized a lot of those like figures, obviously. Um, overall, I think it's super cute. Like, I came into this knowing that everyone, not everyone, I knowing that a lot of people are saying very negative things. Which I don't get. Uh, I just think it's cute, man. And, like, maybe this is because I don't take things super seriously. Um, because... I just don't. Well, and I agree. The, <laughs> it, it was a little bit weird because none of the voices line up with what you see in the movies. But even the animation didn't really line up with what you no. see. Like, some of them did. But it was a little bit different. And um, But it's fun. I think it's going to be a fun ride. And other than the voices not matching up, which I think we'll forget in the first five, ten minutes of the movie, um, it looks like it's going to be funny. It looks like it's original. Um, it looks like it's also going to kind of connect with the feel and the the spirit of the original franchise. And um, I kind of hope it does well because just watching the trailer, I was like, that's actually, there's some really funny moments in there. Yeah. And if those aren't the only funny moments in the film, which sometimes they do, I think, to happen. I think you could look for some really fun stuff with this new character, the son, um, taking on the reins of, of being the night security guard and um, and who knows what could what can come out of that but I'm looking forward to seeing it I think it's really cute so, I do too I think that here's my controversial opinion da, 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 da. if you watched that trailer and you hated it and you think it's ruining the uh, night at the museum movies I have a very simple solution and that is don't watch it yep and I will take it a step further don't ruin it for the people that enjoy it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it's fine to not like things. If it's not hurting people, just let them enjoy stuff. If it's if it's hurting people, then don't let people enjoy it. Do you have to wonder how much the world would change if people followed grandma's advice of if you don't have something nice, don't say it at all? Yeah. I don't know. We, we don't always play by those rules either, but... Uh, <laughs> it's okay to have opinions. Which we try. Yeah. I think it's okay to have opinions. I don't think it's okay to attack people that are enjoying something. Yep. Especially in fandoms. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Which we have a we have a thing coming up that will be more about that in the future, but not for tonight. Uh, this last week we went up to Norco because that's the exciting place <laughs> to go during the holidays. But it turns out it is because Illuminate Silver Lakes is now open in Norco at a. It's like at a. It's at a horse place, right? Yeah, it's at an equestrian center. It's at an equestrian center. Well, it's center. like an equestrian and sports center. Okay. And uh, and we went up there for a media preview. It was a lot of fun. We got to see a bunch of Christmas lights, see some snow, see some entertainment, see Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. But the big thing I will take away from it is it's kind of got that old school family farm, like, hey, let's all go together. The whole town's going to show up. <laughs> and um, it was a lot of fun. And I just wanted more snow. But that was my, like... That was my own problem. <laughs> Every time I walked away, it'd start snowing again. And I'm like, oh, it's on the other side of the lake. And we go back and it'd be done. And so it was just kind of one of those bad. It's like, I'm going to speak to my generation for a second. Um, it's like that episode of SpongeBob where he goes to Glove World and then he can't catch a bus. Um, and every time he turns around, the bus is there and then it's gone. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was Mr. Daps in the snow. Uh, we got it once, time... though. Got it once. And then it was it was going out into the field next door. Yeah. So yeah. it was really, really fun. Honestly, every time I have thought back on this event, I've just thought about how much fun we were having. And the lights are really pretty. Like, it's it's great if you're looking for uh, Instagram or family yeah. photos. Um, you can get a photo with Santa. Yeah, and, and we um, had a great time. Uh, there's, some, there's some food. There's some hot cocoa. There's some snacks. There's some stalls. But what hit it out of the park for me was the lights. Yep. It was, there's a kind of a trail that goes around. Well, and the carolers were cool, too. I loved the carolers. Yep. There's a trail that goes around a body of water that's all just lights and photo ops and all these things. It's really, really fun. Yep. So I really liked it. But bundle up. And you have till the end of the month. It's cold. End of next month, sorry. Very cold there. Yes. Like, literally, I was in a beanie and a scarf that I put over my head and a turtleneck and a shirt and a jacket and leggings and pants and thick socks and shoes and I still got chilly. There you go. So, but I'm also a cold girl. Take that into consideration. Other things that were fun that came out this last week were the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which we have watched, we have reviewed, and we have loved. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, it is very fun. It keeps the spirit of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It also is a bit wacky, which you would expect from something like Kidnap that. Kevin Bacon. Um, in very, I mean, like, honestly, that's the whole thing. You just got to kidnap Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, it's one I think that we'll watch year after year too, don't you? 100%. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that. Um, and I don't know, like, I didn't have any real complaints about it. It was kind of one of those things, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Some people um, might complain that, like, oh, the main Guardians aren't in it that much. I preferred that it was Drax and Mantis. <laughs> it was nice to get to see them together, and they were funny. Because they're such a funny duo. They're a very unbalanced duo. But it's funny because they're both very straightforward and literal in the mm -hmm. things that you say, but in very different manners. Yep. So I thought it was a great dynamic. I loved it. My favorite scene was the club scene, um, specifically when Mantis is on a curb wearing sunglasses at the end. She's like, I can't believe none of my homies had a lead on Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I think it's one of the favorite, my favorite lines in the whole thing. So 
Um, I liked the obsession with the candy cane and the, the lawn ornament. <laughs> I was just like, that was pretty funny. Really um, there was a lot that was very good. Definitely worth watching. Um, also worth watching is, yeah, I, I actually do think there is going to be some connections to Volume 3. Definitely. Um, especially the reveal at the end of the this, of this special. Yeah. Uh, another special that is fun that arrived on Disney Plus this weekend was Mickey Saves Christmas. Actually, it arrived on Monday, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, because it was on ABC, Freeform, Disney Channel, all those things on Sunday night. And uh, Mickey saves Christmas. Pluto messes up Christmas. So Mickey and the gang help Santa and Mrs. Claus save the day for the local town. And they learn. Yes, it is very <laughs> cute. It is, it is, it's not quite Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it's that direction. It's really and honestly, the special is 22 minutes, so there's kind of no excuse to not watch it. Yep. Um, it's 22 minutes. It's pure fun. I have to say, Caitlin Robrock does an amazing job as Minnie Mouse. Um, she's fantastic. She's very, very close to what Rusi could do while also adding her own personality and style to Minnie Mouse. Um, and that was kind of my biggest takeaway was I haven't watched Mickey's Mixed Up Adventures, if I just said that right. So I haven't seen much of her there. So this was my first uh, project that I've seen her on. So it was really fun to see to see Brett, to see Caitlin, um, to see the whole gang. Like, I just, I loved it. It gave me the warm fuzzies. It made me and really that's really happy. what it is. It's a very cute, simple uh, show. And, and um, Brock and Cameron were, were great yes. as Santa and Mrs. Claus. And... Uh, at the end of the day, you feel great about the whole thing, having watched it, and uh, definitely worth watching with the family and uh, enjoying together with and everyone. I think that's the biggest thing, is it's kind of, again, it's not a Rudolph, it's not a Frosty, but you will walk away with those same warm fuzzies that you feel from those movies. Yeah, and maybe it will be a Frosty or Rudolph in another 5, 10, 15 years, because these things have had times to develop and build that, um, that depth. All right, it is now Geeks Corner Plus. If you have any questions or statements you'd like to see us react to, we are going to be like Bob Iger, except for he only spent five minutes leading up to his Q&A, and we spent 30. Don't ask us about reservations. We'll say Josh tomorrow has to look at them, and we have to research them. That's funny, though. That was one of my favorite moments of the town hall. <laughs> that was, was like, here's this big ball of reservations. Here you go, Josh. <laughs> yeah, which I will say, in my personal opinion mm -hmm. that is what empowering leadership looks like yes um because that is not oh i'm your boss i'm going to fix this thing that is a this is your responsibility i'm going to empower you to fix it and i will be here to help you with any support you need um i thought that that's what that looked like i know some people were like oh ha, 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 he played it off on someone else like no i think that's a bit was, of both i, I mean think that to be empowering someone he, he was empowering but he was also I think being very wise as a leader to not take on something that one, he's not responsible for. Maybe he was for all we know, who knows? Uh, you know, I don't know how far back the reservation thing goes. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think it was, it was a smart empowering move and it was also a like not taking on something that wasn't his anyway. And not so, take, he already has so much on his plate. Well, and, and like, there's going to be enough, there's going to be enough uncomfortable choices he has to make in the next few months and um, and why why use up that political capital? Yeah. Like I think it was a very good political move too. Uh, uh, I, have question, question I have a question. There. No, I have a question. Okay, go ahead. That. Um, Mr. Iger, as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, how will you bring back the people in the river? 
I don't think that was asked, actually, was it? It was not. That's surprising. That's why I'm asking That's because it, it wasn't a, uh, that wasn't a uh, uh, annual meeting. Annual meeting. A shareholder this is meeting. me asking the question. How will you bring those people over? I'm not Mr. Iger, so I can't help you. I have to talk to him. That's a Josh tomorrow question, really, <laughs> anyway, because he's in charge of uh, parks and resorts. Uh, but I do see in the chat, will Daps Magic merge with Apple Inc? Uh, no, they, they, I don't think we want them. We were too expensive. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they couldn't buy us. And we will not be merging with Starbucks. We won't be merging with anybody. Like, I, I would be shocked if Daps Magic merged. Could we get sponsored by Starbucks, though? That would be fun. I don't mind sponsorships. That would be very cool. Starbucks. Kind of are sponsored by Starbucks. Kind of, but very, very loosely, Isn't but not I'm really. Sponsored by Starbucks. Sort of. Um, I don't know. This this broadcast runs on lattes. <laughs> That's not well. I don't drink lattes, americanos. You drink americanos. Um, you drink lattes sometimes. Very rarely. But I will never forget the time that um, uh, Mr. Mr. Kelly Unruh, my old store manager. May he rest in peace. He's not dead. Just dead to me. I'm kidding. I love him. Uh, he said, how many lattes did Katie have to make to buy her new iPhone? And I think that's one of the funniest things. That that's Kelly a good question. Said. All right. What shades of the Muppet ColourPop palette are you wearing, Katie? Uh, I don't know the names, um, but all of my eyes are the ColourPop. So it's the pink, the dark brown, and then the glitter, which I think is something about snow. Um... Don't laugh at me. The, my lips are Waka Waka. There you go. So it's the brown of the lip. Uh, and also on my cheeks, I'm wearing the Miss Piggy glitter, which um, I think is called Kissy Kissy. Of course it is. Kissy Kissy. There, okay. you, there you go. Uh, Muppets uh, makeup collection 10 out of 10. I buy all of ColourPop's uh, collabs that they do. So I have the Star Wars collab that I bought right before Star Wars Celebration. Um, and now I have the entire Muppets collection. I really want to buy the entire Small World collection because I think it's really cute. Um, ColourPop makes high quality makeup. Not super expensive. Uh, 10 out of 10. Cool. What is the status on Mr. Dapp's coffee stash for the holiday season? <sighs> Do you want me to answer this? Sure. Because I have actually a really funny backstory about your coffee stash. Sure. So. <laughs> answer it shortly, though. Starbucks changed all the bag designs, and I was trying to get the old bag designs out of my store, so I kept marking out coffee every single week to give to Mr. Daps, and he has so much. Normally, I mark out coffee, like, once a week for him. Um, I marked out the coffee every week for, like, six weeks. Usually, it's once a month, you mean. Did I say once a week? Yeah. I meant once a month. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Man's got a lot of coffee right now. I haven't even given you, like, I haven't been able to mark out the Christmas stuff for you, mm -hmm. I'm probably still gonna, going to. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I couldn't mark out Thanksgiving blend. I couldn't mark out Christmas blend because I was like, he has too much coffee. Anyway, that's it. There you go. Yeah. That is true. All right, we have one other thing that will be happening in the coming days. In fact, if you are a member of our Patreon, not only will you get to see a video tour that will we'll probably do this multiple times throughout the holiday season, um, but of our Geekmas tree, and some of the set decorations around that you may not see otherwise. There's some hidden ornaments. We're gonna film that right after this. Yes, there's hidden ornaments and other decorations. Uh, we are also starting up a new podcast in the new year, and uh, we are going to be asking for our patrons creative advice in the coming days, and uh, we will be asking for, actually we'll be asking for more creative advice on Patreon uh, 
for multiple things in the near future. <laughs> and Katie's playing with fire, so that's Bailey good. Bailey Asterford's Flames. There is. Um, we got given this a year ago, and I finally decided we should start burning them. It's a behind the we attraction have, We have three of these. This is Jungle Cruise. We have Jungle Cruise, we have the castle, and I think Small World. So Jungle Cruise smells like floral, fresh, earthy, and exotic. There you go. But uh, we will be having a lot going on on Patreon in regards to the future of this podcast uh, and also some other stuff that we have coming up as well. So uh, you can head on over there and check it out and be part of the creative process for Daps Magic. I will say, not to be biased, the podcast is going to be really cool. It is. And I am in, I'm like not affiliated with it. I'm not part of the production team. I'm not part of the on-air talent, any of that. Um, what? I'm not. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, I wholeheartedly think this is a really cool thing. And I personally want to listen to this. So you should get on the Patreon, get involved with it. Um, I will be there. I'm sometimes commenting on the Patreon. So if you want to see me say dumb things. <laughs> do I, it. Because I do. It's fun. And we have a lot of fun. All right, Katie, what should people do? Go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. From there, you could find our Patreon, where you can find out about the new podcast. You can see our set, and you can pretend that you're hanging out with us if you want to. If you are not, hanging out virtually. If not, you don't have to pretend that. It's okay if you have your own friends. That is true. Also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will have, hopefully, weather-providing candlelight videos this weekend, as we do every year. You won't want to miss any of those. I've also got some videos I'll be posting in the next probably 24 to 48 hours from Walt Disney World, where Roger will be flying back tomorrow. But he has filmed some stuff from Epcot. I believe all of it is from Epcot. Nope, one is from Disney's Hollywood Studios. You won't want to miss any of that either, so make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel. But that is all the time we have for you this week. We hope you have a fantastic week and we will see you around the corner. Bye.